Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the legendary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be here to help you be the best version of you that you can be. I'm glad you're here, so let's get to it. Yo, what's happening? Johnny King here from The Johnny King Show. Thanks for tuning in. And today I'm attempting to piece together this thought um, that I have loved reading multiple times from an old classic. An old classic that I remember seeing first on my mom's desk. And that is uh, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus by Gary Chapman. Is that right? Shoot, why am I totally blanking all of a sudden? Um, No, John Gray. Sorry. Gary Chapman is five love languages. John Gray. Um, And I've experienced this this part here that I'm going to read from his book a little bit and then talk about. Um, And it's all about the intimacy cycle of a man. And I never knew this. And I have failed relationships um, as a result of not understanding this. But once I read it and was able to come from a place of understanding and empathy, not only for the the woman that I'm in a relationship with and for myself, oh man, it changes everything. However, I've also been in relationships where even with knowing this, (laughs) I've said, hey, listen, like we're falling into this pattern. Will you please read this? Because this is like exactly how I'm feeling and I believe this is exactly how you're feeling. And if we can be on the same page, this would be a game changer. And I've had, you know, past girlfriends be like, no, uh, uh-uh, I'm not interested in reading that. I'm like, what? So certainly that's a, that's a deal breaker if you have two people who are not open to working on it. But that is all to say um, that it's always a journey when it comes to uh, the intimate relationships between significant others. Um, and in this, in this case, he definitely refers to, I mean, because it's kind of old school, it's like man and woman. But again, if it's if you're you know gay or bi or anything in between, I think a lot of times you can just think about it as whenever they refer to the guy, you can just think about masculinity, and when you think about the the female, it's femininity. Although again, I've said this plenty of times, that's not like <laughs> don't don't be um, confused that women are only feminine and men are only masculine. Okay, we certainly. Uh, all express a multitude of masculine and feminine expressions. Um, I would say, you know, broad stroke, (laughs) uh, broadly speaking, excuse me, men are more likely to be hardwired masculine. Women are more likely to be hardwired more feminine, which means they, they might naturally express more feminine qualities. Men might naturally express more masculine qualities. And that's, you know, where this book, uh, where this book's come from is. And, uh, like I said, I think it was written in the, in the eighties. So for what it's worth, it's really, really powerful. So this is, uh, something that really resonates for me. And whether you're a male or female listening to this, I think this might be helpful to you too. This little section here says when a man doesn't pull away, says, Lisa and Jim has been, have been married for two years. They did everything together. They were never apart. And after a while, Jim became increasingly irritable, passive, moody, and temperamental. 
In a private counseling session, Lisa told me, he is no longer any fun to be with. I've tried everything to cheer him up, but it doesn't work. I want to do fun things together, like going to restaurants and shopping and traveling and going to plays and parties and dancing, but he doesn't. We never do anything anymore. He just sits and watches TV and eats and sleeps and works. I try to love him, but I'm angry. He used to be so charming and romantic, but living with him now is like living with a slug. I don't know what to do. He just won't budge. And I've experienced that myself too, where I started off um, charming and fun and adventurous and spontaneous and completely lost myself. And I think it's because a big reason of this happening, this, this uh, kind of not knowing when to pull away as a guy. So it goes on, it says, after learning about the male intimacy cycle, the rubber band theory, and he's talking about in it like, he says men are like rubber bands and they need to, you know, when they get close and they're intimate, after a while they will naturally feel this need for autonomy and independence and they'll want to stretch away. And it's nothing personal to do with the other person. It just is a natural male cycle, okay? Um, He says both Lisa and Jim realized what had happened. They were spending too much time together. Jim and Lisa needed to spend more time apart. And when a man gets too close and doesn't pull away, common symptoms are increased moodiness, irritability, passiveness, and defensiveness. Jim had not learned how to pull away. He felt guilty spending time alone. He thought he was supposed to share everything with his wife. And I know for me, just my like romantic beliefs, uh, not to mention I was just raised by all women in, in my life and I found my self-worth and my sense of significance um, through making my mom happy, which then turned into making my teachers happy, which turned into making you know all, all the other females and ultimately then like intimate relationships and girlfriends. I was just a pleaser um, and I didn't have a whole lot of autonomy, nor did I even have the, the realization that I needed to, to pull away, even though I can, I can certainly speak from experience that there were moments where I'm like, I need, I need space. However, I felt like if I were to actually speak up and say that, that it was like me giving up, uh, abandoning them, me kind of becoming like my dad because my dad was, you know, not around a whole lot. He was kind of emotionally absent, physically absent, a workaholic. So that was the last thing I wanted to become. So even though I might, I, I was feeling it naturally coming up that I needed to pull away and create some sense of distance and independence, I, I never kind of heeded the call. Um, so... Having all that, or having said all of that, it goes into, oh man, chasing and punishing behaviors that, that women, it does it both on both sides. So, and I'll, I'll definitely do a podcast to look at all this stuff because I think it's so important. But look at this. This part says, how a man's past may affect his intimacy, intimacy cycle. And this is like got my name written all over it, to be honest. Uh, it says, the natural cycle in a man may already be obstructed from his childhood. He may be uh, afraid to pull away because uh, he witnessed his mother's disapproval of his father's emotional distancing. Ding, ding, ding. Such a man may not even know that he needs to pull away. He may unconsciously create arguments to justify pulling away. This kind of man naturally develops most of his, uh, more of his feminine side, but at the expense of suppressing some of his masculine power. He is a sensitive man. He tries hard to please and be loving, but loses part of his masculine self in the process. He feels guilty pulling away. And without knowing what has happened, he loses his desire, his power, his passion. He becomes passive or overly dependent. That's definitely me. 
Uh, he may be afraid to go to be alone or to go into his cave. He may think he doesn't like being alone because deep inside he's afraid of losing love. That's definitely true for me. He was already ex- he has already experienced in childhood his mother rejecting his father or directly rejecting him. That's definitely true. While some men don't know how to pull away, others don't know how to get close. Okay, this is the other side of the spectrum. The macho man, as he calls it, has no problem pulling away. He just can't come back and actually open up. So deep inside, he may be afraid he is unworthy of love. He is afraid of being close and caring a lot. He does not have a picture of how welcomed he would be if he actually got closer. Both the sensitive male and the macho male are missing a positive picture or experience of their natural intimacy cycle. Absolutely true. And then in the last paragraph, it says, Understanding this male intimacy cycle is just as important for men as it is for women. Some men feel guilty needing to spend time in their caves, or they may get confused when they start to feel when they start to pull away and then later spring back. Uh, they may mistakenly think something is wrong with them. It is such a relief for both men and women to understand these secrets about men. And so it's so, so true, at least for me. Um, again, I just had these like beliefs and, and things set up. This is, you know, I've certainly made a lot of progress over the last decade. Um, where I love my autonomy and I'm, I'm very, very clear about where I'm going in my, in my life and, and the direction of that, which allows me to fill up. Uh, I remember being in relationships in the past where I was like, I, I'm sorry, babe. I, I, I have no passion. Like I used to have passion for her and she was like, where did it go? And I was like, I don't have passion. I can't just make passion up out of thin air. I have no passion for anything in life. And I wouldn't, wouldn't say exactly like that, but I was like, what I realized is that I was so codependent and enmeshed with her. I made her out to be the pinnacle of my existence. And once I kind of had secured that, then there was like no more drive, no more motivation. And what I realized in the whole idea of like um, just the masculine and a lot of women are like this too, but a lot of just that masculine energy is about building and creating something, you know, something that's even greater than themselves. And for me, I wasn't into anything. Like my relationship was everything because it was a, a, you know, a replacement of the relationship I had as a mama's boy. And the, the love that she didn't get from my father, she placed that responsibility on all five of us children. And quite frankly, it's not fair. I mean, I get why she did it. However, at the end of the day, I became a a 25, 26, 28, 29, 30-year-old. You know, my mom passed away when I was 26, but like still a mama's boy. And it was all about just pleasing the feminine. And that's where I found my sense of uh, validity, but it never lasted, if that makes sense. It wasn't until my, my, my world ultimately came crumbling down that I was able to reconnect with my own sense of masculine strength and power and groundedness which was more about my purpose, my mission in life with or without a significant other by my side, right? So I have created a life for me personally. And if you're a guy that's listening to this, if you have not created a life that is your adventure, you must do this. Because if you are just living a life where you're trading hours for dollars and you're dispassionate about your work, 
Now, granted, you could be dispassionate for work and it could just be a means to an end, which could support maybe a hobby that you love. Maybe you're in a band. Maybe you love art. Maybe you do projects in the garage, fixing up cars. Maybe you're in real estate, like whatever. Like as long as you have something in life that isn't just all wrapped up in your relationship with your significant other, that's hugely important. Otherwise, you will become this this man that I was, this man that it talks about in Men from Mars, Women from Venus, where we kind of wrap up our entire existence with just being almost too intimate and we lose ourselves. It's like our own kryptonite. And so it talks about like once there's intimacy, then then that masculine expression needs to actually pull away. And as long as the feminine doesn't go chasing after it or punishes it for, for doing what it's naturally needing to do, it'll spring back extremely quickly. So in future podcasts, I will certainly talk about if this is of, uh, of interest and you enjoy this, I'll definitely talk about this stuff because I could talk about relationships <laughs> and intimacy and uh, masculine feminine balances and uh, – all those amazing things that, that go on in relationships, I could talk about this all day long. Um, so maybe that's a good reason why I have this podcast, so I can at least talk to myself. So hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you have any other thoughts, hit me up. Otherwise, look forward to catching up with you soon, tuning in for another episode, and have an amazing day. All right, see ya. And that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd share it on your favorite social platform. It also really helps to get the word out if you subscribe and leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Something you think we could be doing better? I love constructive feedback as it's always welcome. And please feel free to email me at podcast at johnnyking.com with any questions or concerns. I'm also available on Instagram at Johnny King or on Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been awesome. And we'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Peace.